Could I go? Could I get a sip of water? Would that be all right? If I'll I get that? it. All right, I'll stay this same distance from the microphone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me some. Give, give me some Easter eggs, and I'll find. Them. <laughs> I think I was last in this room with uh, Amadeo. Oh boy, we're joined by the one, the only Jack. Hold on. Jack, the machine Silbert. We did a couple of broadcasts together. That's how I got connected with the uh, the Brett Davis world. All I know is we are going to raise a lot of money tonight. No, 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 no. That's that. No, we no. already did that. Oh, we're not we're not raising any money tonight, Jack. Wait, I I was in Cancun. And I caught an early flight back. Right. Because you thought... With the understanding that... This was like an, a special appearance? No, this is just... This is just the second to last episode of my show ever. Penultimate. A penultimate extravaganza. Or a penstravaganza, as some have said. We've got all kinds of pens here. We're gonna be testing out... The, the difference is we're going to be doing some reviews of pens. And uh, we're just going to... Just just three pals talking about pens. Clicking pens. Shimmy, 
Good evening, life. What was that? Why are you looking at me? I'm not going to mess it up again no, was, this week. I was just checking to say see it. if you were going to like leave a little dead air before you say good evening, oh, lifers, or if you do like the the, the, the like. Fade no, I do the crossfade, man. It. I'm a professional. Now you we... made me do it again this week. Ugh. All right, go ahead. You're listening. Where are we even? Good. Mm. Do some, do some shoot. Thank you. I gotta get into my arm. Good evening, lifers. You are listening to In Real Life. I'm Emily. And I'm Kim Zilla. <laughs> hello, Emily. Hello, Kim. And uh, hello, lifers. Uh, hi, guys. If you want to say hi back to us, you cannot do it with your mouth. It's not a um, two-way radio. We can't hear you. You can no, type it, though, if you'd like you. to, if you go to WFMU.org, and you can click on Playlists and Comments, and there's a whole bunch of awesome people there already. You say hi with your fingers. You can say, oh, <laughs> that sounds dirty. Does, <laughs> does it? People, American Sign Language, Kim, people oh, talk with their fingers all the true. time. There's a lot of ways of doing things. You can talk with your fingers. You can write with your toes. Um there's that's true there's all do you remember the uh the guy that used to, to write be. my left foot you oh was that it? movie i don't remember that it was movie. about the guy that uh didn't have arms so he wrote with his feet hey that's a great segue well you, <laughs> you know what the, i'm just gonna end the story there because he does have a terrible demise i think he I think yeah, he like, choked, but he couldn't get it out of his throat. Oh. But this isn't going to happen to our guest. Yeah. Because <laughs> he has arms. He does have arms. He doesn't have part of his legs, though. Um, but And we're not giving away the we're not giving away the punchline, are we? I don't think the so. Story? I think that's a known fact. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that's known about our guest tonight, you know? Yeah. You might have... Uh, social media, called. I called it, you don't know Jack. Yeah. Even though it seems like everybody knows Jack. Everybody knows Jack. And everybody knows something about Jack. Everybody knows, I think, a piece of the, the Jack puzzle. Yeah. Right? You've probably seen him at a show at Maxwell's. Maybe you've seen him around Hoboken. You've probably heard him maybe on the radio. Mm-hmm. He's been a special guest on a few shows here. Yeah. Maybe you've seen him down in Monty Hall. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, uh, or in like a, a like a like a bad pizza place. Mm-hmm. He likes to eat lots of fried foods. Yeah. You've probably seen him like hobnobbing with... Uh, some some well-known musicians around Jersey or New York. He also uh, reads to kids. Mm-hmm. He's like a nice guy. So if there's anything altruistic and uh, nice, he might be in the scene. Yeah. So there's a him. lot of pieces to Jack. But tonight, uh, what we were lucky enough to do is get all of those pieces together in one place and have Jack narrate them story style. Yeah. Uh, and give us the whole puzzle. So so we're going to, we couldn't even put in the whole puzzle because mm-hmm. there was so many, there there were so many good parts. Um, and he's that such we're a actually storyteller have too. Two different versions. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to remind you guys that we have a podcast out there. We have a podcast? Uh, yeah. It's under In Real Life WFMU. So if you look uh, wherever you get your podcast, I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's like iTunes or whatever. Um, but if you look that up, um, there's going to be a special version of this interview um, that has a little bit of an extended uh, interview. So please, uh, please, please, please join our podcast. And also 
please, please, please write a review. Yeah. Not just a review, like an awesome review. Tell us you like us. Please. Please. <clears throat> um, we like you. Yeah. We like you. Do it back. Do it back. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get people to pay That's attention. how you get people to like you. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that? So why don't we get into it? Because we've got three to four parts here. Four parts. <laughs> three to, between three and four. Depending on how much we talk. <laughs> right. Which, Wait, how does it end? How does it end? <laughs> you may never know. That's why you have to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. This is, is right. that. We're not like going to air what happens at the end. Yeah. On the radio version. It's only in the podcast. We're like the clickbait of radio. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. All Come right. for the story. Stay for the yeah, we got to go. Okay. <laughs> Jack, please take it away. Well, uh, my name is Jack Silbert. Um, on the Accu playlist message boards, I'm uh, Hoboken Jack is, uh, is my name on there. Uh, I am a resident of Hoboken. That's how I, I chose that, that moniker. Uh, just came to me one day. And uh, I've lived there for 20, uh, oh, geez, 25 years. It just was 25 years very recently, oh, wow. which is a, uh, uh, just about half of my life. And uh, I'm a writer slash editor. You do have like a, like a, a, a blog that you write not only about music, but about your bad food choices that you make. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> As Erwin says, you eat like a twelve-year-old, <laughs> a twelve-year-old boy. But <laughs> it's not fair to say he doesn't eat bread. I, I mean, if you look at anybody, it's probably making some some choices that uh, someone else wouldn't agree with. <laughs> uh, speaking of Erwin, um, I was I was asking around. Uh, yeah, I was asking around about you, uh, and Erwin had an interesting uh, inception story how he met you. Do you remember? We'll, um, I'd like to hear his version, and then I'll say what it actually is. His version uh, was that uh, about four days after Hurricane yeah, Sandy. This is not true. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, it's true, but it's not the origin. But go ahead. <laughs> his story was that about four days after Hurricane Sandy, when he was stuck in his apartment uh, with barely any food, uh, they finally were able to get outside and see what the world was like after Superstorm Sandy in Hoboken. And he saw that there were food trucks uh, by the waterside. And there you were uh, donating your time, uh, giving people food during, you know, during, during this time mm. in a very uh, helpful way. And he met you while you were, you know, volunteering at a food truck. That's m most of that's true, but it's definitely not how I, I already knew him. Okay. <laughs> I don't expect him to remember that. Uh, I, I'm i fond of uh, music. I uh, have been for... I've heard that. For, <laughs> uh, for a lot of my life, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, as, as I started, as my tastes started getting a little more... Particular and uh, peculiar, um, you know. I kept seeing the n the name Irwin 
Massachusetts. You know, I bought uh, Mose Allison uh, anthology, and uh, he had written the liner notes or uh, the uh, the Esquivel reissues, and uh, there was his his name. And uh, then you know, then I found out that it, that he was my uh, neighbor, and uh, and I, I was I was a scared, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a little, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the shy side, you know. With, I, really? Uh, oh, I like, I, I. You like to be in. I don't, I don't places. mind talking in front of a. I like, I love to talk into a microphone. I love that. Yeah. But uh, just to meet a, a new person, that's. Uh, um, but I, I eventually, I purchased a uh, Jim Flora, a famous uh, jazz record uh album cover artist um and one of many Irwin's uh, businesses he controls the you know estate of of Jim Flora so I purchased a, a print as a as a gift it was a cat it was a cat cover for a, a friend of mine and um and I said well I'm around the corner I could come come pick it up and uh, you know, I went to his place. So that that was quite a while before uh, Sandy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I and I always considered him to be a historian, but now that he's recreating history, I'm not sure what to believe anymore. <laughs> uh, so um, you are very well known for being uh, one of the area's truest fans of indie in the Hoboken and Jersey City music scene. Um, it seems like you have uh, a reputation of going out on a nightly basis, especially during the Maxwell days where you would go and see shows um, and support uh, local bands, support the independent music scene. Um, and then what I liked to read was that you like to support bands that you uh, that you saw that the people and the members of the bands were good people. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... I love that. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, there's there's an awful lot of bands, and uh, you know, my, my guarantee to anyone who I meet who's in a band, uh, and like you know, at well here, people here at the station and at at record stores, I've I've made some friends, and I ask, well, are you are you in a band? And if they are in a band, I'll go see your band once, you know, mm. um. But but if I if I don't like it, I'm not gonna return. You know, often. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I. I'll, I'll give anybody a yeah a, a chance, and yeah, my show going is kind of a, a a mix of of people I know, and then uh, established acts that I'm very excited to see that I've been a fan of for a long time and then uh uh new artists that i have either read about or heard something on online i also i i per i've purchased a lot of music over the years and i continue to uh to do that do you recall like what really kind of got you interested in music i, I always loved listening to the radio from being a, a you know little kid and then kind of in, in high school started finding out about 
well, like I guess MTV was a huge thing, and uh, and there was a, uh, they had a show IRS is the Cutting Edge, and I uh, you know and you started to learn about well there was this kind of alternative thing. Oh yeah. And so, but it wasn't that all alter- like I did you yeah, know. But what do you know? You're a kid, you know, <laughs> and so like. REM and the replacements and U2 and you know um and then I um and I was in high school I guess my senior year I was we had like a little 10 watt radio station so like I think for half a year I had a show yeah oh wow so yeah I had a, a FCC license uh uh and I'd bring in a little That's unique for a high school was, yeah, was, uh, yeah, WWPH, <laughs> right? That's enough letters, right? Um, <laughs> and then I went to college, and I'm like, oh, I'd like to be on the radio station here. And that was in uh, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'll, there's there was a staff meeting that I'll remember always as kind of like a turning point in my musical life. And the um, the music director... Uh, was speaking speaking to us, and he s- said, "Now he's like, some of you are playing the music that you were listening to in high school, <laughs> and like I felt like he was talking yeah. directly to me because I was putting on the Elvis Costello and S- Squeeze, which wasn't really you know. You met your first music snob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah." <laughs> um, but from that point on, I really made an effort to explore uh, the, you know, the new bin, which, which you know, they have here as well. And and just read, re- I love reading record reviews mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So and I love liner notes and I love, oh, this person produced this record and they used to have a band. Uh, so, Yeah. You have such a reputation of being such an incredibly positive person. You know, it almost seems like your life philosophy. You know, have you always been this way? Like, what is... <laughs> Some people just, like, survive life. And you're the type of person that I feel like you're... And I've only known you since 2016, post-summer of 2016. But well, you actually. Been... Kimzilla, I purchased it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, this is like the Irwin story." <laughs> you remember me, and I don't remember yeah, you. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> um, but have you always been? Yeah, have you always kind of been this type of person that like just is just looks at the world pretty positively? I. <laughs> that's well. I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm very sarcastic, <laughs> uh, so. I wouldn't say like I'm a you know sort of a pie in the sky uh, uh, optimist about about things, um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's, it seems to me easier to be uh, you know, I, and I hate confrontation and stuff. You know, so there's probably some psychological issues as as well. Yeah, but. Uh, it's it's easier to be uh, agreeable, I think. Um, but but speaking of, you know, I mean, you let's talk about what happened in the summer of 2016 a little bit and just how that may have impacted 
just some of your positivity because oh, sure. This, sure. everything isn't always roses and going to see bands. If you're just joining us now, you're listening to In Real Life on WFMU, and we are interviewing Hoboken Jack, a.k.a. Jack Silbert. Um, you might know him from many places, but not least of which the WFMU message boards. Um, and we're, we're partway into his story, yeah, the whole thing, and we're going to continue. Let's do it. Living, yeah. live, living my life as, living as life. one does. And um, I don't know how graphic you, you want to get, but I, I, I was having some stomach issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I think, again, not totally uh, unusual for uh, someone of my, uh, you know, age and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so background, whatever. And then it wasn't getting better, so I, I went to a... I was like, oh, maybe I'll go to a doctor. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, I guess I had some uh, colon uh, trouble. Something something gave. Something, there was an ab- abs- abscess. Oh, God. An <laughs> abscess in your colon. Yeah. That's okay. But it was okay because they... Uh, uh, it seems like something they can patch up. The w- yeah, yeah. They gave me uh, antibiotics uh-huh. and... Uh, and I went home, and uh, yeah, I was supposed to be on antibiotics for a couple of weeks, and 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 then everything was uh, supposed to be okay. And uh, almost immediately upon go- going, I was in the hospital for like four days. Hospital, like so, it didn't go away after you took antibiotics. No, this was. Uh, I was. I was going for uh, an examination. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, our friend Irwin was because uh, someone was supposed to pick you up from the. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And I I texted him. I'm like, uh, you don't need to pick me up <laughs> because they're gonna, I, I'm, they're gonna keep me here. Um. So. And it wasn't like anything cancerous. It was just that it was like an infection, like an abscess. And but when I went home. I'm like, okay, well, I have to, uh, you know, I got to change my my diet some, and I got to do, I got to uh, take care of this and these anti... And then, um, I haven't really talked about this is a in real life exclusive, but... Uh, you heard it here. I got, uh, I got super depressed, <laughs> which uh, in my life had... Uh, never happened to me like i'd been down you know and i've had uh, dark thoughts you know but uh uh but i was i was in the throes of uh something that i couldn't you know uh, and i love to just sit around and analyze my own thoughts and i couldn't even do that i couldn't step back from it and say huh you're depressed you should do something like i was just (laughs) i couldn't you're uh, in the middle of it yeah i couldn't uh, couldn't function really very well. Um, where was your head going as far as like bad, bad places? Really? Like, yeah, like, um, I mean, was it like suicidal thoughts or was it just that you were like in a funk? Like my health is not, I am not in my, I'm, I'm not feeling great physically, mentally. I, I did I, I didn't know what I wanted anymore. And, um, you know, my sister was in Colorado. I, I'm like, can I come out there? And I got there and I'm like, can I, I need to go back. 
And, you know, there was a, a, a freelance uh, uh, thing that I had been very excited about and, like, I, could, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go to the meeting. And, you know, this is, uh, this is unlike me. Like, I had been, a, you know... A safety patrol kid in you know school like I'm, I'm a yeah. responsible uh and the timeline uh, here you're still having like your your colon problems it was physically it, it seemed to be getting better mm-hmm. uh but uh but my head was getting a little goofy yeah yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> it's <laughs> This says something about me, but when I, you know, much later when I was updating the social media, I, st- even though I spent most of those days like lying face down on the bed, this was like a month in the wow. summer of, of 2016, I, you know, and, you know, didn't know what I, you know, if I wanted to, you know, carry on in this, uh, uh life of ours um uh i still dragged myself to two two shows (laughs) you know maybe this will cheer me up there's maxwell's right down there i remember i remember because i had to go out to rough trade in brooklyn and it was summer so it's hot when i was so like something was definitely really physically physically wrong with me you're Mm -hmm. right but I'm on the the path train, you know. Hello, Ryan. You know, <laughs> and normally you stop sweating, but I was like pour sweat pouring out of me. I'm like, no, I gotta go see. It was uh, Lyra Lynn who I had seen on Letterman and wanted to see live. But then by by August, my head was better. I may have uh, obtained some. Uh, 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 medication. Oh, <laughs> like an antidepressant. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, something in yeah. that that family. Right. And so you, you know, it so takes. You went to see somebody about yes. your mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did you after went. you know. Good. After frightening a couple of people in yeah. my, my <laughs> and yeah, take. I guess it takes a couple of weeks for those things to to work. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, they they uh, they work. They work pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm feeling okay because I lost track of a lot of that the end of that year, and then I'm like, was was I out for all of August? And then I'm like, I'm like, oh no, I was watching the Olympics. <laughs> I, uh, so I'm like, at least I knew, you know, those Summer couple Olympics. of weeks I yeah, was, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and I wasn't like, all right, I'll watch, you know, the. Uh, water polo and then i'll you know jump into the hudson no it was like i was feeling good um uh, but then my uh my gastrointestinal issues started to uh uh return Mm -hmm. and uh i think i have to uh, credit my friend uh maggie ran into me on uh, washington street in hoboken and uh and uh, told me I looked terrible. Had <laughs> a girl. <laughs> Something everybody wants to hear. But I thought I, I, you know, I thought things were okay. But I'm like, oh, maybe I'll okay. I'm gonna follow up with the uh, 
the doctor, the gastroenterologist. And uh, then things are kind of a, a blur <laughs> because I, I remember uh, her saying, well, uh, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> really? And, and saying, well, uh, we need an ambulance. What? And I remember saying, ambulance, the hospital's like two blocks, you know, that I, yeah. can, I can walk. I, I walked over here. Um, and then, like, I don't know anything for like weeks <laughs> after, after that. I wake up and I, the first two thoughts I recall having are, uh, one, uh, what am I'm in the hospital? What am I doing in the hospital? Yeah. And two, I um, I caught a glimpse of my uh, lower legs, and they were uh, all like brown and crinkly, you know. And um, and I was like, what? I was trying to like, what happened to me? I'm trying to remember. And I was like, was I in a fire or, you know, did somebody like slip me something? And was I like sleeping under a bridge for, you know, and they found me um, no idea what was. And there were no signs of this prior to you going to the oh, hospital? Oh, no, 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 no. You would know that your yeah. legs are brown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not making no, any I, um, personal. Hygiene. You know, again, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, even though I, uh, as an adult, have not had like uh, the, you know, <laughs> the best uh, diet, um, I, I've been a generally uh, healthy person, you know, uh, a, a normal weight and uh, uh, would you know, run like at least like a 10K and a 5K every year. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, free t-shirts. That's a, a big motivation for that. And um, yeah, so again, I had zero idea what was what was happening. And what did the doctors tell you? It t- again, this is all kind of, because I... I remember talking to a doctor, but I don't know when that took place because I had a, I was intubated, <laughs> I had a, oh. a tube down my, down my throat, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and I just have these like little flashes of memories. Uh, 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 have I mentioned that uh, Therese is a wonderful person? <laughs> I, I... I was, I, I remember uh, Therese and then this, uh, and another uh, friend who had been at, at work uh, visiting me. But then, like, months went by, and I'm like, did that really Because ha- I, I, at some point, I started, like, hallucinating heavily. <laughs> so, I'm like, did that really happen, or did I just want it to happen? And then, you know, uh, just a spoiler alert, I, I, <laughs> I eventually got out of the hospital. But when I saw it, she's like, oh, you look much better than you did when I visit, you know, 
I'm like, oh, you did. Thank you so much. Because I you didn't even know. But but I appreciated even the fake memory of whatever it was. Yeah. You know, they, uh, uh, yeah, people have been really nice to me. Uh, <laughs> my my parents, uh, who are uh, not not young people, uh, live down in uh, Maryland. Uh, were up. You know, I soon realized that they were had had come up and were were staying in the in the area and uh that's uh if you're an adult uh it's a fun thing to spend like three and a half months with your uh, elderly parents in the room with you <laughs> if you guys want to go out for lunch it's okay <laughs> uh, but i you know that um um uh, my dad has since he passed passed away a couple of months ago, and um, it's like, you know, if I didn't, you know, love my parents enough before that, like it was just yeah. such a, uh, they gave so much uh, f- physically and emotionally uh, and mentally that uh, you know I'll uh, I have a I have s- a lot of. of appreciation and gratitude for a lot of a real lot of people that uh, just uh, really the rest of my days uh uh i'll yeah. be yeah yeah so i required uh surgery on the on the colon i i basically had uh uh diverticulitis oh yeah and it, it and uh, sometimes those things can like burst open and that's that's bad <laughs> very bad <laughs> and uh so there was uh infection i had all, i had all the infections uh, uh, sepsis MRSA uh had the boogie woogie fever no. <laughs> the boogie woogie fever is the worst <laughs> um so the infection and spread it was spreading uh quickly down down my body and then you know uh and, and this is not this is not my area of expertise and whatever but uh um you, you should probably be able to get out of the hospital from colon surgery without uh what what happened uh to me um but uh spread down down into my uh yeah yeah like i you know i was uh, walk walking around and you were like a walking infection is what (laughs) your friend saw in you Uh, yeah maybe yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so i was in the, the i was in the first hospital uh for about five weeks and I'm really only just aware of that hospital stay, just slight again, just moments. Although the hallucinations were were kooky. Um, oh. uh, there's a thing called uh, I ICU psychosis, um, which if you're in an uh, intensive care uh, unit for an extended time, it kind of like being in a casino because like they don't there's not a clock and there's not you don't know if it's like day or night and yeah. you lose track of uh of time which uh it, it kind of gives us a hold on reality i think um I imagine yeah um and that and the inf- you know the infection and stuff i don't know uh, again like not areas of expert to you. 
You should have booked a uh, <laughs> psychotherapist expert. <laughs> what he He's was experiencing <laughs> was, uh, um, but to I fight the the infection and the gangrene in your legs during these weeks. That they're you're... they're doing th- yeah, and they uh, they had a ultrasound machine, uh, not just for uh, pregnancy anymore. They're looking for like uh, yeah. blood flow in my uh, lower extremities. <laughs> right. And so that was uh, uh, five weeks, and then I guess I was uh, stable, you know. And so then I was uh, sent to an, another hospital that I was just kind of uh, to uh, recuperate. But, um, you know, my legs were all wrapped up in in gauze, you know. Um when I was uh, listening to the uh, DJ Time Traveler show and it talked about, well, uh, you know, the trains, uh, the path trains have all these uh, fail-safe systems and whatnot. But this this was uh, one funny thing from when I was out of it in the hospital. I, I guess I had my phone, and I guess I was scrolling through Facebook, but... Uh, it, there was the uh, crash of the path train in in Hoboken, and I remember that. Yeah. And Facebook yeah. asked me if I was uh, safe, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm safe. <laughs> pretty safe. <laughs> it asked me, you know. Um, so some people thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, funny. It's, it's, uh, this is what I'm talking about with your philosophy on life. You're sitting there with your legs bandaged up, you're missing all your favorite shows, and you're still giggling about marking yourself safe from something you're so far away from. It was a confusing time, just to say the least. Stay away from uh, social media when you're uh, high on morphine. Um, <laughs> at this at this second hospital, there was a. Uh, podiatrist guy who uh would come each night and unwrap my it's kind of gruesome kind of weird you know but very er early on in the uh uh, in his visits he was like uh oh yeah you got to be amputated you know um because they had been it had been like mentioned but we're trying to prevent that from happening um and I appreciated, uh, or uh, certainly after the fact, I appreciated his uh, bluntness because mm-hmm. uh, um, I'm lucid, right, for another, I guess, five, six weeks in this, this second hospital. I, or I, I, I just have, like, dollar signs in my mind, like, thinking about how long you well, were even in the when, when I had hospital. That, when I had that first uh, uh, kooky depression that that was part of it because like I'd been a freelancer and I was yeah. I was paying my bills and I could you know people are like you go to a lot of shows yeah I go to a lot of between free and twelve dollars that's really the majority of the shows I I go to so it's not uh, you yeah know. you're not rolling in dough <laughs> yeah, not, no no you know my sister who uh, uh, has worked in in banks and things was like well maybe you should uh you know declare bankruptcy that's a, 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 a and that was depressing but no i you know i've saved money my whole life and now i gotta be uh yeah you know that 
Uh, yeah. yeah. So money that uh, I I will say that Obamacare good good stuff. I'm holding my thumb up thumbs up to <laughs> Obamacare because uh, uh, I was actually not uh, wiped out uh, financially. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's another mic break. If you're just joining us, you are listening to In Real Life on WFMU, and we are interviewing the one, the only, Hoboken Jack, a.k.a. Jack Silbert. Yeah. Uh, about his recent life story. Which all seems like everything's going great, right? So far, yeah. Hey, at least Obamacare took care of it. What could go wrong? <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. As my head cleared up and I understood the reality of what was happening because i remember this uh, started with my uh my colon so i had i'm lying in that second hospital i've got tubes and bags like there's the crazy stuff going on with my abdomen yeah uh and then and then my yeah, they didn't fix the colon problem. Like, the original problem you were there has not been fixed. But guess what? We gave you two, some bonus problems. But, um, and 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 my, um, I, and I, my legs were going to be, my lower legs were going to be amputated. I, uh, uh, I need to make that, you know, uh, uh, clear. I have most of my legs, just not the not the good parts at the bottom. You know, the, at the bottom, but I have, you know, I got a good three fourths of my my leg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's an important thing. Yes, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of prosthesis. Yeah, we'll get to that in okay. a in a in, in week three of. Uh... <laughs> the feet and the and the stomach and things attached to me. Then I have what I consider like a, a reasonable depression. And I also learned that if you're in a hospital and you say, I don't want to do this anymore, that uh, they have they have a thing called a sitter. who <laughs> They have somebody who stays with you uh, 24 hours a day oh. just in case you're going to take a plastic spoon, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Go after the carotid <laughs> for the sport. Right. Uh, but I was, I was, uh, I, I was down. Like uh, I, I knew that, I knew that people, you know, liked me, you know, to get into that kind of Sally Field thing. But, but certainly, like for the like six years of being a freelancer, and just most days, I was just sitting in my at my desk in my apartment all day not talking to anybody uh go to shows by my by myself a lot i uh i i i didn't you know if you'd said well if something bad happens to you what what will be the community reaction i would not have been able to guess that uh it's just an outpouring of, um, you know, uh, love, uh, money, <laughs> um, visiting, you know, um, just so that I would say at my absolute darkest, like just knowing, um, and you know, you can't sleep in those places. So I hadn't, it was just that whole GoFundMe thing was just too much for me. But finally, one morning, I'm like, 
like I'm gonna look at this. <laughs> it's like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like I'm gonna scroll through this. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, I'm seeing names from like you know people I hadn't you know had worked with like twenty years before, and uh, you know members of bands that I'm a fan of like. Like, that's crazy to me that, you know, Dennis Dyke is with Mark. You know, it just, I can it was just insane to me. And I just, I'm no, crying I now. And I, you can imagine seeing this for the first time and just like an anonymous, like, who's anonymous? Like, I want to know, you know? You're lucky because usually these things happen after someone's dead. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, of the many things I've joked about it, I, it, you know, you know, people, yeah, you want to like witness your own funeral. And I, I kind of got to do that. And I guess I, uh, I, I hate this, but it's interesting that I guess with the infection and stuff, like it was touch and go there for a while in the, in the hospital. Um, uh, I was, I guess like. And I, you know, if anyone asks me, I will cavalierly say, like, well, I had no intent of <laughs> yeah. of not being around. Like, I still have had things to, to do and stuff. But, you know, I guess it was, it it, it could have, you know, happened. Flip of a coin kind of a a thing. And I, I hate that I put my, my parents uh, through that and my, my friends and stuff. When I was uh, clear-headed in the, in the second hospital, uh, the aforementioned uh, Mr. Chuzid, uh came, and I guess he, he collects these, like, Wi-Fi-enabled uh, radios. He's giving them out for various... Uh, ev- what a guy. <laughs> and, uh, and it could get uh, any, any station in the world if you connected it to the, to the Wi-Fi. And I did, I would listen in like, because uh, like you could listen to Australia. Yeah, because I was mm. up all the time. <laughs> and is th- is this before or after the surgery? Still, bef- Still before, before the surgery. Before, I'm just, yeah. Um, he's just queuing you up with as much good <laughs> human um, things as possible. But this, because this, I would say the music ties into what I was saying before about the, the love and, and support, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, definitely getting back on the, um, on the message board. The WFMU message board? Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Take your time. Ah, uh, like to hear... Uh, Joe Belock or Todd or whoever, you know, Evan. Say, hey, Jax, listen, Hobo Jax. Yeah. Uh, that was so good. It's so important. Um, whew, I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, it was just like, it was a combination. Because just like the music, like I just... I felt like the life 
filling back up in me. Um, and just the the community of of WFMU and music and the radio. Um, yeah, I just yeah. that was huge. So, so I really I started to feel like myself again. And then um then they had the uh the date for amputation. So this was at hospital number three, uh Hackensack University Hospital. Hackensack is the worst name for <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do with the legs. <laughs> Just hack them and sack them out the back door. <laughs> It's the top-ranked uh, hospital in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, let's give Excellent. them some props. <laughs> is it, no, it's a, it's, a, uh. it's a great... So November 15th, that was going to be... Uh, uh, so then we we're getting closer to that, and I, even though I was in better spirits, I'm like... No one's ready for that. No one. That, <laughs> I actually went four days earlier because my... Uh, <laughs> my my stomach, you know, um, something b- burst, and I was uh, I was leaking from my. <laughs> uh, so then I went to, uh, and I don't mind mentioning the name, the, the Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation in uh, Saddlebrook, New Jersey. And this is now your fourth hospital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, sent there because uh, you, you have your amputation, but your legs have to heal before uh, you're ready for prosthetics. Mm-hmm. And that can take uh, two, three months. Okay. Uh, and mm-hmm. I went to the, you know, the with the uh, physical therapists and the occupational therapists. And I only had the vaguest sense of what that was before I went there. But... Uh, there was no, uh, pity, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't like a boot camp or anything. They were, it's funny because I, I pictured a bunch of like wounded warriors and like, you know, the New York Giants going to be there, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I I was the youngest person there. It was like me and a bunch of grandmas (laughs) who love me, by the way. (laughs) What's not the love? (laughs) But it was just like, okay, where, uh, uh, where do you live? You live in Hoboken. All right, you're you you're married. No, you you have a roommate. No, no, nothing. All right, you live by yourself. Okay, uh, it's an elevator building. No, oh, you're on the fourth floor. All right, you know this this is what we gotta we gotta walk. We gotta learn stairs. We gotta learn how to uh, use the bathroom. Um, and it was just like it. It was a uh, you know, it was it wasn't instantaneous, but it was a just an interesting shift from like really I was focusing on the things that I wouldn't be able to do anymore, and it was like oh wait, there's a whole lot of things I will be able to do, and you know meeting with the prosthetics guy, and we were still a couple of months away from being able to wear them. Um, he's like, well, what do you want to? I'm like, I, I like walking. 
a lot. I, <laughs> I like uh, going to the movie, so I'd like to be able to walk to the movie theater in town. And I, I like uh, going going to shows, so I'd like to be able to get to the path station and get on uh, the train. And that's like you know, I don't I don't need to climb Everest. I don't need to go scuba diving. I just you know, I've got. I've got a pretty simple existence. Right, but I, micro goals. <laughs> you know, especially I think older people who've been sick for a long time, they don't they don't want, and I I I get it. They don't want to put in the effort. You know, uh, but like, it, I I saw that it was a possibility, and you know, everybody was young and enthusiastic, and you know, why would I want to? uh let them down you know why you know why wouldn't i've been a good student why wouldn't i want to be a good patient you know (laughs) i don't want to glaze over the day of the surgery and you coming out of surgery do you even remember like looking down (laughs) and like your legs aren't there do you have those like phantom like things that you hear where it's like your leg is there but it's not there you feel it you want to itch it like, do they get, do they get, do they show it to you? Like, I mean, we had a guy that ate his own foot. He was able to bring his foot home and make tacos out of it. Not that anyone would want your gangrene feet, but do, are, are, how do they, how do you handle, you know, uh, go looking down? For you know, Amanda time? of the Nazario scenario, right. uh, she posted a thing online about, I guess, some bar in Alaska where... You do a, a shot with an old ah. toe ah. in it. And, you know, again, I like to have a good time. So I wrote, like, hashtag too soon. <laughs> and she sent me the sweetest note. Like, I'm, oh, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> like, I was just, I was kidding. You know, that was as pathetic as you are. That was funny. Did <laughs> I even write toe soon? I might have. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I did or not. But I, I do remember uh, waking up. Um, in a small dark room uh being and it's funny every you know at that point i guess it was three months in the hospital and every day they're like well how much pain do you feel and they got the 10 little faces on a whiteboard and you know from zero to to 10 how much pain and like i was never really (laughs) in pain you know two i don't know zero two you know I come out. I wake up from that surgery, and I'm like, "My God, this is the most pain I've ever really? experienced in my life." And uh, and a nurse comes in and like, "Oh well, we uh, we could get you some uh, painkiller." And then it was almost like a, a comedy because she's come. She's like, "Oh, the doctor who has to okay that he's in surgery now, so he can't." Um, you don't think they would prepare a guy coming out of surgery? He took his legs no, off, and they're like, they, "Let's, you know, the guy." There's is, a lot going on in, in yeah. places. Well, you know, you know. What? check boxes, make a list of things you should give a guy after he gets his legs taken but off. But then there, she's like, "Well, we get you some food." I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe just a peanut butter or something, something like that." I'm like, "Yeah, not fancy, you know." And they they go, "Well, don't the make a big deal out of it. Peanut the the fun. nothing by mouth order." Oh. Uh, was still again that same doctor had to say okay you know 
So I, n- nothing. I just sat there. An IV bag there was of like a butter. crackly, uh, you know, bad reception television, and it, it that was That's bad, dark. bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it got better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird not having uh, lower le- like uh, you know. To this day, I have some. Uh, uh, mirrors in my bedroom and i'm like that's freakish you know that i don't (laughs) and i'll i'll generally laugh at at it you know uh because it's just um you know that's that's my life now so but it's kind of it's like that's that's kind of funny that's kind of that's really bizarre that i don't um they uh, uh how they do it um they they cut through the the leg um, but then they don't cut through the bottom skin on the leg. They leave a little flap and they, and they, yeah, they, the flap goes up and they sew, they sew that up. So, uh, and that's the padding for the, uh, for the prosthetic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first thing you get is just a, a very basic uh, leg that bas- yeah everybody basically gets gets the same uh, thing, um, and that you have for six to nine months. I actually I think it was even closer to a year for me that I had that first uh, set of legs and. Uh, they do that because your uh, residual limb is st- is changing shape uh, and size a lot uh, in in that first year. Um, so to to make up the um, the space between your existing leg and this outer mm-hmm. uh, hard shell of and there's there's uh a rubber lining layer mm-hmm. as well and a, a foam rubber layer also yeah um but then there's socks i thought i thought i might be done with socks <laughs> i was not done with socks um because as the leg shrinks and that's what it tends to do uh, you need more socks to fill in that space between the leg and the and the prosthetic uh, this whole time, I've also had the uh, the stomach uh, right. issues. So, and I I had uh, you know I, I had a bag attached to me. I, I uh, I'm not thrilled to say that. I don't bring it up to people that I meet. All but to your blog. <laughs> but it's uh, it's um, <laughs> but it was it was my it. it was my reality for for quite a while. Um, but then I had uh, surgery um, in uh, February of 2018 that um, uh, uh, closed that up. Okay. Uh, my, <laughs> my my keister was open for business again. <laughs> Do you feel like your like your worldview has changed since yeah. the summer of? 2016 a, 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 a little bit i didn't want pity i didn't want to be viewed differently um uh but it, and i i didn't i didn't want to be like a disabled activist <laughs> um 
you know, I wanted I wanted to be me, and I wanted to write funny things and go to shows. And uh, are you doing that? Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> and are like, there, yeah, even like uh, 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 like volunteering has uh, has been a big, at least since becoming a freelancer, had been become a big part of my yeah. my life. And even when I was at at Kessler in the in the wheelchair, like a woman dropped some papers and like it killed me that I couldn't mm. pick up the papers and like I that I for a little while I was like oh I I can't help people like that's that's very frustrating to me and but I I have been able to do, like there's stuff you can do uh, uh, sitting down that's uh, Good and like I, uh, I, you know, I had never done this like uh, story time. I read to the kids on on on. Like I, I was like, oh, I could do that. I could sit in a chair and read a, a book. Yeah. You know, and do they ask questions also about your legs, or is that is that really the focal funny point? That most of the story time kids and they're pretty small. Uh, they. They don't know. They don't notice it, or they're just very sweet. They come up and they touch. Yeah, you know. But just having like you don't have to be. I guess the point is you don't have to be an activist. You just need to be someone that they see that's different. Yeah, but I've even become a little bit of of, of a little a little bit because I think you can't you can't help but you're just the things you didn't notice before. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, the, the the inconveniences of of not being able to access and, and how I'm people sure. treat you really? and and mm-hmm. yeah, I decided uh, uh, th- that I wanted to maybe if I could talk to talk to kids about uh, disabilities and and differences. Um, if you don't uh, mind me do, doing a, a plug to the the lifers out there, if uh, if you're a teacher or or you have a, a kid who's uh in in a school or in a scouting uh program or some kind of after school club or something and you're in at least uh, the the tri-state area i'm not going to croatia or anything <laughs> well if you want to pay for that <laughs> but he hasn't been to cuba <laughs> but i've never been to cuba but really anywhere in in the state of new jersey or or the you know the tri-state area as we call it i uh i really like doing this i really love answering uh questions from kids and the the youngest kids as i'm walking around they're the first one to notice it because it's like at eye level (laughs) um and i i um you know i just the main message i want to uh uh, spread to them is that you know it's certainly okay to notice something that's freaky and and different but uh you know maybe you know don't don't stare because <laughs> like yeah, that person has feelings i you know you know i had some prejudices against uh uh, I think people in wheelchairs. I, I assumed things about people in wheelchairs that are n- not necessarily true. You know, uh, uh, the, the, you know, mental abilities and, and, and things. And 
Um, yeah, I think if if whether you're a kid or you're an adult, like, yeah, people are are different, but uh, it's it's the the person just like like you and and you know see if you can you connect with with that that person. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you out seeing shows again? <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm probably going to more shows than I ever have before, because it's it's been a weird. Like I was like, as I was like, why am I going to more shows in my 30s than I was in my 20s? You know, this was a while ago. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I, I think yeah, because like you said, people get get married and, and and stuff. So like, I'm like, geez, I'm, maybe I'm not being invited to the happy hour. As, as much anymore so like I go to a show you know nice to go to a show and then when I started freelancing I was like whoa I can go out on Sunday nights like I would never go out on a Sunday night yeah <laughs> forget it you know <laughs> yeah uh, one one I guess other final question is uh, are you um, are there some perks uh, so there's a there's a lot of uh, frustrations uh, in my in my day, but again, I think if you kind of like, well, I don't have to be in a rush to get most places, you know. Um, but so I get uh, I really at mo- almost every venue that I can get a, a yeah. chair. The question is, is is Todd hooking you up when you go to the shows? <laughs> I let you know Todd or or Ruth know that I uh, need a, a, a chair, and then uh, t- you know Todd's been uh, especially when I was first doing this. But uh, you know he he knows a lot of people at the other venues. So if I yeah, I, I usually try on my on my own, you know. But if I can't get through, I'm like, hey, do you know somebody at mm-hmm. venue yeah. X or whatever? <laughs> and uh, so yeah, he's 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 hooked me up in that regard a, a a number of times. Nice VIP seat for you. And but now usually I can you know go. I I try not to take advantage of, of people's. Oh yeah, help. you're really taking advantage of people's. <laughs> <thing. laughs> no, but if I could contact the place my, yeah. myself and say hey, you know, in some places like you know, very excited, you know, they've they've become ADA compliant and they want to show that off and 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 other places uh uh suck you know i don't mind saying that the uh the world famous uh uh stone pony in asbury park new jersey uh there's a disabled they had a disabled section and it was uh, on the side of the stage but not just the side but there was like stage and then a big section of equipment and then behind that i like you can't see the Uh, and I'm at least able to like, okay, well, I'll go sit on a, on a bar stool, which is not super comfortable for me, but I can do it. Um, but, uh, there's a lot, again, not wanting to be an, an activist, but I, I have to point these things out, uh, when I see them. I think Twitter is probably the easiest place to, to just find me in a public. What's your Twitter handle? It's my, just my name at Jack Silbert. At Jack Silbert. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jack. And uh, thank you, because I, 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 I do like talking about it, uh, I guess. Uh, and uh, and it's, uh, uh, you know, I love the show. And, and so it's uh, uh, cool to be uh, a, a guest. <laughs>
Well, we love you too. (laughs) Isn't that the cutest? I wish I had that mindset all the time. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm annoyed when, like, I do simple things. Oh, I'm a total catastrophist. (laughs) Everything is the end of the world all the time. It's good to learn. And it's it's really not. Yeah. Um, Wow. We sure did uh, take up a lot of time. But just to remind you guys that on our podcast, and I'm going to load this up tomorrow, there's going to be... um, an extended version of this. With so if you want to hear extras, all the little extras, we only have an hour show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And next week is the last uh, show of the season. And speaking of the podcast, we'd really like for you to keep a close eye on the podcast over the summer um, because that's going to be where our content lives. Um, it's yep. going to be the home of in real life for the summer. For the yep. summer, same thing we did last summer. Yep, Don't we're doing, out. we're banking our episodes. <laughs> so just so you know, we may not be on the summer schedule. Um, that's our choice in, in effort to bank episodes and really find some some good good folks for you to listen to. So but, uh, we'll hopefully see you in the fall. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, you can keep up with us on the podcast over yep. the summer. And we're going to be dropping a little content in there, here mm-hmm. and there. In real life um, at WFMU. Mm-hmm. That's uh, in real life. WFMU, that's the name of the yeah. show as the podcast. And we hope that you'll make the uh, the very special, awesome, amazing, talented, incredible, weird DJ that's taking over not for to us be named. over the summer. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you who it is, but I hope that you will make them feel very, very welcome because um, they're going to kill it. That's it. No more. No. This no is more. making me nervous. We're I not know. allowed to talk about the future I, I schedule. Know. I know. I'm going to get fired. <clears throat> you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> We're going to leave you with uh, this. This was uh, Jack's choice of, mm-hmm. of his outro song, and I think it's appropriate. Yeah. You've been listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Stay tuned for the Honky Tonk Radio Girl coming up next.
Yeah.